Welcome to Rainbow Puppy Science Lab. It's the world's only lab dedicated exclusively to the study of all things awesome. Every episode, we'll explore a different subject and figure out what makes it great. So goggles on, awesomeologists. This might get messy. But we're about to discover something something awesome. awesome. Hi, I'm Maticus. And I'm Kyle. Welcome to Rainbow Puppy Science Lab. Today, we're looking at Lego to figure out why it's quite possibly the coolest toy ever. Now, as a teacher, I always like to start things off with a pop quiz, because there's nothing more fun than a quiz. Am I right? Nope. Exactly. So let's start this off with a game we call Fact or Fake. If you recall, at the end of last week's episode, we shared two bits of trivia. Your challenge was to figure out which one is the true fact and which is just silly, strange, and totally made up. Here we go. The first story was a 12-year-old boy in Washington State built a life-size treehouse out of Lego. It took over a million Lego bricks, but in the end, it was actually big enough to fit him and two friends inside. Or Lego created duplo bricks to be bigger than regular Lego bricks, so they would be easier for younger kids to build with. But even though Duplo are eight times the size of a regular Lego brick, Lego and Duplo bricks can still stick together. There you have it, two interesting bits of trivia. One is an absolutely amazing fact, and one is totally incredible, meaning it's just not credible because we made it up. Now it's time for you to decide which is fact and which is fake. If you need a little think time, that's okay. Take a moment to think about it. Or talk it over with someone. Which do you think is fake? Go ahead and pause if you need to. We'll be right here when you get back. Now, as a matter of fact, the true bit of trivia is that Lego Duplo bricks are eight times the size of regular Lego bricks. But the two still connect to each other. In fact, Lego bricks are made to precise specifications within two thousandths of a millimeter. So we'll always be able to connect our new bricks with the old ones. If you guessed that 12-year-old boy built a treehouse at Lego, you weren't too far off. While it wasn't child's play, James May, a TV host in England, recruited an army of volunteers to help him live out his boyhood dream of building a Lego home. They used three million bricks to build a two-story house out of Lego, including furniture, a working shower, and even a toilet. He spent one night in the Lego home, and while he said it leaked and sleeping in a solid plastic bed was exactly as uncomfortable as you might imagine, Mr. May said it was a dream come true. Now, on with the show. Did you know Lego was put in the Toy Hall of Fame in 1998, and in 2000 was named Toy of the Century? Really? It sounds to me like we gotta go back in time to learn a bit of Lego history. To the Wayback Machine! Uh, Dad, I think a piece 
or two, a thousand may have come loose. Great. Now how do we go back and see how Legos got started? It's fine. Just open your mind's eye and picture this. Denmark, 1932. Old Kirk Christensen begins making one toys. People liked the one blocks he was creating, and two years later, he started a company called Lego. Lego? What kind of name is that? What does that even mean? Well, I suppose Lego was a new word he created. He based it on the Dutch phrase, Legot, which means play well. I think one of the great things about Christensen and Lego is that he wanted his toys to be positive and constructive. So he set a rule early on that there would be no war themes. Oh, that's kind of nice. And kind of clever, I suppose. It's short and to the point, but with some other interesting connections. That's really the beauty of Lego. It's simple and direct. One of the first things kids learn how to do is to stack blocks. Lego made a system for blocks that can connect up to each other, allowing people to build and build. It is a toy that grows with people. As we said earlier, Duplo blocks are bigger than regular Lego blocks. They're built for younger kids to make it easier for them to grip. But they are scaled so they can connect onto the studs of regular Lego bricks. Studs? What are the studs? Are those like the cool popular bricks that the other Lego bricks want to hang out with? No, the studs are little cylinders rising up from the top of a Lego brick. Some people call them knobs or pegs. Then, on the bottom of the Lego brick, you have hollow cylinders called tubes. Those studs and tubes have been exactly the same for decades. Exactly the same for decades? Sounds kind of boring to me. Actually, that consistency is part of what makes Lego awesome. Since the bricks are all the same, they are modular, meaning they can be remixed and rearranged. Lego can constantly grow because you always build and add more. They come up with new things, like in the 1970s, they came up with minifits. And they come up with some new types of bricks now and then. But mostly, it's all about people coming up with new ways of using Lego bricks. Did you know somebody recorded the sound of digging through piles of Lego bricks to make a white noise playlist? That sounds painful. Yeah, I don't think I'll be listening to a lot of Lego bricks, but some people like it. And I think we can all agree it's nowhere near as painful as stepping on a Lego brick. Now I'm having flashbacks to my childhood. The messy room, the minefield of Lego bricks, the horror. Now for another flashback to your childhood. I'm giving you an assignment. But I'm a teacher. I don't get homework. I give it. Hey, you're the one who brought up childhood. Your assignment is to give an oral report about some of the awesome things happening with Lego today. Fine. When's it due? After the short break. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. 
I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. The basic brick may not have changed over the decades, but Lego keeps building and creating new, exciting ways to play. The first Lego League is a competition with teams of kids all around the world building and programming Lego robots. That's right, kids today are actually building robots out of Lego. Just as Lego bricks are famous for their modular design, Electronic components and snippets of code can be combined and reconfigured to do all sorts of things. First LEGO League has been going for about 25 years, but its roots actually go back even further. In 1989, an inventor and entrepreneur named Dean Kamen was disappointed that not a lot of kids wanted to study science and technology. He wanted to change that. So he decided to make learning fun by combining the excitement of sports competition with science and technology. Kamen started First Robotics Competition in 1992. I think one of the things that makes this competition fun is that Kamen and others worked to create a culture of respect, inclusivity, cooperation, and as they call it, gracious professionalism. It's a friendly competition, based on the idea that teams can compete as well as cooperate. This positive mindset is probably why FIRST Robotics competition has grown so much over the years. LEGO has always been about playing well, which is why they build strategic partnerships with all sorts of organizations, including partnering with Cayman and FIRST Robotics competition as they created the first LEGO League. LEGO Education has been building solutions for classrooms since 1980, when educators asked LEGO to help figure out the uses of LEGO bricks for purposeful play. In 1998, LEGO Education partnered with MIT to develop programmable bricks, which led to robotics kits like the Mindstorms and Prime. The robotics competitions started with high school kids, but it's expanded over the years. There are now divisions for different age groups, starting with the Discover division of four to six-year-olds. The Explore division is for kids six to 10, and Challenge is for kids aged nine to 16. In every division, Kids use LEGO to put science, technology, engineering, art, and math skills into practice tackling real-world problems. And through all of this, teams cooperate and learn from each other because at the core, LEGO is all about building. Now on to the future of Legos. We're gonna get out our crystal ball, gaze into it, and prognosticate about the future of this incredible toy. Uh, Dad, that's a brick. That's fine, just roll with it. Bricks can't roll, they're rectangular prisms. 
Uh, whatever. What do you think we have to look forward to in the future of Lego? I think Lego might take off in VR. Some sets you build in VR and some are just like how they are today, you know, the manual. Yeah, or like what if AI started to help you come up with Lego blueprints and stuff like that? Like you could put into the program, what do you want the set, the build to look like? And it would come up with the steps to show you how to create that. Oh, and like it would all, and the AI would also like make the pieces you need for you. Oh, so like 3D printed Lego, like come up with your own customized bricks and stuff like that? Oh yeah, that would be super cool. Although I think you and I can probably agree the coolest thing ever would be if they came up with a new version of the hidden side with like augmented reality, like scan the set and all sorts of stuff comes to life from there. Yeah, we both know that stuff was great. Bummer they took it out. Yeah, but if they did it once, I bet they could do it even better in the future. Yeah, maybe we should go tell the Lego company that. That's it. Lego, if you're listening, we want our augmented reality sets back. Now, we've talked a lot of Lego today. To wrap this up, what do you think is the main takeaway that we need to add to our periodic table of awesome? What is it that makes Lego so great? say the big idea is modular design. Building is awesome and making things that can be rearranged and expanded endlessly means you can do anything you imagine with it. I gotta say, I agree. The fact that Legos are endlessly expandable is probably why it continues to be a toy that captivates generation after generation. It's been popular for almost a hundred years and probably will be for hundreds of years to come. Definitely in our family, right, Dad? (laughs) That's why you're still using my old Legos. (laughs) Now, speaking of what is to come, I think it's about time we give a little sneak peek at what's to come next week on Rainbow Puppy Science Lab. That's right. It's time to play Fact or Fake. We'll share two interesting bits of trivia. One is an absolutely amazing fact, and one is totally incredible, meaning it's just not credible, because we made it up. Dayglow colors are magic. The ultra-bright fluorescent colors we know today as dayglow colors got their start as a part of an award-winning magic act, using fluorescent colors and a black light to make it look like a dancer's head was separated from her body. Or, glitter was a military tool. During World War I, the U.S. military covered ships in glitter so they would reflect sunlight becoming blindingly bright when enemies looked at them through a scope. It was a technique they called glamouflage. Be sure to tune in next week to find out which is fact and which is fake. Thanks for listening to our show. Rainbow Puppy Science Lab is an airwave media podcast. It was written, produced, mixed, and edited by us, Atticus and Kyle. Background music and sound effects came courtesy of Pixabay. 
Today, we covered something that we love and wanted to learn more about, but what are you curious about? Ask your grown-up to head over to rainbowpuppysciencelab.com to find some fun experiments and activities you can try. While you're there, tell us what you like and what you're curious about. You might just hear it in a future episode.